When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it at Tower 2, it's Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency on site here for the Pinnacle Bank Championship on number 17 next to the Patron Zone. And the Hall of Fame coach with us, Gary Barnett. Coach, you a, a big tequila guy or next question? Next question? No, I'm not. <laughs> But uh, no, I've never been a tequila guy. But I, I uh, uh, admire those people that are. Sure, no, for sure. <laughs> and uh, tequila's undefeated, right? I mean, they just do their thing and it wins. But, but I, how have you been? How's uh, how's your week been? How's things with you as you gear up for another football season? Well, you know, uh, first of all, they write songs about tequila. I just want you to know <laughs> they write <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> The uh, you know good well it's been an interesting week as as you can imagine I'm just rereading this morning the uh, just what happened in the Pac-12 and how it went down I mean that that had to be anxious times for all those people it was crazy the way that thing happened and you know with Colorado being the first olive out of the jar and then it just started to happen and uh, you know I think Thursday night as late as Thursday night they everybody that was left in the Pac-12 expected to sign the deal. And then, you know, Washington and Oregon bailed at the very, very last minute and it all fell apart. But, you know, that just it's it's been seismic this week, uh, Chris, with all that going on. It's just been uh, maybe the craziest week ever. We've gotten used to it now because, you know, we've gone through a couple of realignments and some uh, – crazy changes and people moving and teams moving. We just got desensitized to it. And it's, this deals like it's, I mean, it's like crazy business deals. I don't know if you ever, you watch shows like succession or suits that all these crazy deals that go down at the last minute. This is like a big business deal. That's out of hand, actually getting into suits. Uh, I need to get HBO max, I don't know. We have 7,000 streaming services between me and my wife. So uh, what's one more? But Succession, I hear, is awesome. I've seen the, uh, the the first couple episodes. Did that a year ago on the way to Ireland. I got my free preview. But no, you are absolutely right. And what do you think of what was on the table for the Pac-12 and then ultimately Washington and Oregon saying yes to the Big Ten at about $31 million a year? with about a million-dollar bump for the next eight years with a chance to get really paid after this eight-year deal, $8 billion uh, media rights thing expires because you've got different chunks of it, right, Coach, where each network's throwing in about $350 million a year. I love the fact that the Big Ten's going to have a quadruple header likely every Saturday from 11 a.m. Central to 9 p.m. Central with that fourth game kicking off. You know, Chris, I don't, you know, I think 
to answer your question, the Pac-12 thing just, you know, I, I think it was not guaranteed. They were all, everything was just hoping that Apple would, would uh, grow the stream and sure. that, that would produce more money. And, and I don't think people could count on that. But you know what? In the end, it doesn't really make any difference. Things can change overnight, as we've seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can sign, you can do these deals as much as you want. But I'll guarantee you, if the right thing comes around that's for your school or the right things for a conference, they're they're just going to blow right by it and do something else. And so eight years, you know, who? I mean, how much change can happen in eight years? A lot. So, um, you know, to me, it's just paper money and paper, you know, paper deals that don't really hold. They might. Mm-hmm. They might all work out. And that's the way it goes. But as we've seen, the speed of change is so quick that anything can happen in eight years. Good grief. We we probably for sure will be to just two major conferences by then. I, I'm thinking so, too. You're going to have more consolidation and expansion. What What's your vibe on Washington and Oregon in the Big Ten landscape? We'll get to, you know, what you think about 10-game schedules in the near f- future in a moment. But... Just take Nebraska, for example, okay? And you watch Colorado as they came into the Pac-12. Let's talk about that adjustment and even the adjustment from the Big 8 to the Big 12, right? I mean, you had had new teams that maybe you played. I know you guys did a lot of non-conference games against Texas, but is Washington and Oregon, even UCLA and SC, are they going to be – at, a, at an advantage, a disadvantage when they make this transition in 2024? Uh, I think yes, from an unknown quantity standpoint, unknown, uh, no familiarity from the Big Ten opponents with, with what happens out there and how hard the travel is when you go out there and back and how it wears on you. Uh, they're going to be fine. I mean, those four programs are are the programs uh, in the Pac-12, and I think if you add, you could add Utah into that as well. But those four programs are, you know, they're the they're the top dogs in the Pac-12. You got the Big Twelve or the Big Ten got the four most solid programs you could get, and, and really, I think. I think probably UCLA is the fourth in that. I, mm-hmm. I, USC, uh, Oregon, and Washington are are programs that are really good and and fan base is really good and you know quality you know foundations and all that sort of stuff. So um, I think doing it in pots going to keep keep those rivalries uh, content and and safe uh, in in. All all through the Big Ten. I think the whole pod system works great. And, you know, you're going to have some unfairness every year as to who plays who, but in the end, you're going to have the two best teams playing for the championship anyway, and you're not going to have to worry about somebody in the South Division or East Division or West Division not being strong enough to really represent the conference for a conference playoff championship. So I I think it all works, and I think the same thing can work in the – in the uh, Big 12 as well. Big 12's really been remarkable with what they've done. They have survived and, and quite frankly, thrived with who they brought in. And then you go get Utah and 
uh, the Arizona, Arizona State, and the Buffs. And, and that'll be uh, exciting football because, I mean, you're going to get Utah, Utah, uh, VBYU. You got Central Florida that's been a really good program. Uh, Houston and that metro region. I mean, they're not far removed from a top 10 finish just a few years back. So, no, I mean, the college football is going to be so much fun. What's your feeling as a coach here? Let's talk expectations in a new normal for a record. I mean, if you're playing a 10-game Big Ten schedule in two years and you're set up to maybe you get a Michigan and Ohio State, but you still got an Iowa or a Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, Nebraska opens with the with the, the Gophers. That's going to be a, a dogfight. And then you, you factor in, okay, Washington's right on the cusp, coach, of a, of a top 10 preseason team. Oregon's 15th. SC's a, a playoff favorite, or at least they should be with their offense. Uh, you know, and, and it's, it's going to be uh, – a losable week every week. There's no such thing as an off week anymore. Never was. No, and I think everybody's, you know, you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to say, well, if we're going to play in the big boys, we're going to have to play the big boys every week. And it's closer and closer to um, two super conferences, I think, where only the best teams are going to play. And the other thing it does it's gonna it's gonna attract the best players, and th- those 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 leagues are gonna get the best players initially. They're gonna get the best players to come up out of the lower levels and transfers. Uh, it's you know it's heading in that direction. It's gonna be really top heavy, and um, that's just the way it's going. What's a fair expectation for for playoff teams in this? expanded era coach at 12. I mean, how many should the Big Ten be able to place, in your opinion? Oh, I don't know. I think it just depends on quality of play. Uh, you know, you, you're, you're for sure getting one and probably two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just depends on quality of play uh, throughout the year. And, you know, I guess that's the good thing about the 12. I think when you go to when you you know as you as you eliminate one league and it's probably about every five years you're going to eliminate one of these leagues, then you're just going to redefine the top and re-specialize it and make it even better at the very top. So you'll have you'll have more good the the twelve teams that get in will all be much better than the twelve teams that would have gotten in two years ago. Gary Barnett with us, Sale Varsity Radio. Coach, how much did you worry about injury and injury to quarterback as you were getting your teams ready? Every day, every night. <laughs> Not, uh, <clears throat> but <clears throat> especially the quarterback and especially today. You know, uh, you know, my last years of coaching, the spread was just starting to be uh, a popular and, a, and an offense that was tough to stop. But if you have one quarterback, you better have two mm-hmm. that can run out of offense. So uh, I'd say you worry about the uh, uh, injuries to any of your quarterbacks at this this point in time because all the guys that you should have recruited to your offense are about the same. So, uh, but you always worry about that, and uh, you know I you don't put them in any dangerous drills, uh, and 
you go to bed at night, you go, okay, if he's going to get hurt, he's going to get hurt in a game. He's not going to get hurt in practice. Guarantee you. I'm not going to let that happen. Well, that doesn't always happen, but that's the way you think about it. Gary Barnett with us, Hale Varsity Radio, here at the Pinnacle Bank Championship. As uh, day one, and a uh, few groups still finishing up, there was a guy up uh, top that was <clears throat> a little loud, and uh, the folks holding the quiet signs turned and gave him the Bo Pelini eyes. And the guy's like, oh, I hope he doesn't miss the cut. Uh, the thing was, was those gentlemen, they'd had a few, clearly. They oh, were, they I mean, were, they, they are, the they are helping save the planet through recycling aluminum. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And uh, I won't hold it against them. We've all been there. We've all been a little loud uh, after having a few cold ones. So <laughs> it was a funny moment, though. Everyone but, else was but, like. But it's like everyone turning and looking at you instead of at church on the 17th. <laughs> <laughs> and Connor nods his head. We'll have a few more thoughts from Coach Gary Barnett. I love the input here on the stream. Always watch the show. We are invited to do so a couple of three different ways. Hail Varsity YouTube channel or the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. We'll run down some of the, the top Jimmy Buffett song submissions. More with Barney on the way. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Gary Barnett with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, I wanted to find that balancing act of letting a guy use his athleticism and create, but also that fine line of not being careless or trying to do too much with the football and red zone turnovers have been a problem uh, for Nebraska. They've been a problem for just quarterbacks in general that are either feast or famine. And and I look at, at Sims as how talented he is and can you clean up the turnovers, but not put reins on him. I look at Chubba Purdy. Nebraska has been very, complimentary of the the jump he has made because he's got a ton of tools and it sounds like at least per coach rule things have slowed down for him which is nice to see and then there's a nebraska kid in harburg that we're excited about uh, at least watching him in high school covering him and seeing him continue to progress so there's there's guys on in that quarterback room that they they need to look different if they're called upon and, you know, how did you treat or what was your message to the quarterback? Some of the greats you coached, and I'm thinking of Hagen or Charles Johnson to the guys that, that did great work for you at Northwestern, knowing when to let it rip, but also knowing when to be cautious. Yeah, I, I don't know that you can balance that. You can't, you know, the way you balance is that you don't do that in practice. Sure. Okay. You don't take him down. You don't, you know, you don't, you've got to practice, you know, you've got to practice, um, thoroughly and you've got to practice all the plays that you're going to run and in today's world the 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 play that defenses have the biggest problem stopping in short yardage and in the red zone is is the quarterback sweep or the quarterback counter or plays and quarterback runs because you have an advantage you're using 10 blockers when you run your quarterback uh, any other time when you run your quarterback or when you run the ball, you're only using nine blockers. So it's uh, it, you have an advantage offensively when you do that. So you got to get first downs. You got to win games. You can't you can't baby your quarterback because then it becomes a locker room issue possibly. Mm. Uh, not that it necessarily would, but it could. 
Uh, I mean, if you're taking care of one guy and making sure he doesn't get hit, what about the other, about the running back and the receiver that you can't afford to lose? So you got to balance it all out. And, and the best way is try to treat everybody the same. Uh, you know, be careful and smart with your practices. And then when you get to the game, it's, it's you know, you just got to go with the luck of the draw in the games. Gary Barnett, couple minutes left, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach Nebraska at this point in time dealing with uh, some – uh, injury issues at wide receiver. Guys, plenty of time before things kick off against Minnesota. That said, there's some young fo- young folks that are going to be called upon. And is that a position you were worried about playing young players, wide receiver, or was it a, a concern uh, with you, knowing, okay, look, my receivers coach can get these guys ready. How did you deal with that? Is that a position on the football team that it takes a little more time to season? No, I don't think so. I think you could play uh, young receivers earlier than at, than any other position, probably. So I, I, I think it's just a matter of uh, making learning the adjustments and being able to uh, do them naturally. But receivers, you know, it's a different game out in space uh, and a little easier to play than you got 10 bodies flying around mm-hmm. at you. So – I think it's a little easier position to play as a youngster. Gary Barnett with us. Coach, uh, did you have a chance to see the Johnny football documentary? I haven't yet, but uh, and I'm trying to decide if I'm going to watch it. I probably will. Uh, I do want to see it. I sort of got worn out with the quarterback documentary uh, <laughs> pretty early on that one. That one, that one didn't grab me, but uh, other than I'm, uh, you know, the most interesting thing that came out of that is the fact that Mahomes – plays quarterback like he played shortstop that that was that was very very you know just really an important moment in that show for me is to realize that that's how he does play the quarterback spots shortstop he's all the same the way he moves right it's like he's that middle infielder it's 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 magical to watch the arm levels you know angles all that sort of stuff that's what it is and he practices those so Go, go find you a shortstop to play quarterback is what you're telling me. There you go. That's where it's going. <laughs> but what I watched the Johnny football documentary and it was pretty fascinating. It was also sad, but there's also a little bit of optimism with just it. It, it looks like Manziel's in a, in a good spot with his life right now, which is what you want for people. But uh, I mean, we're talking 10 years uh, since uh, Johnny football took uh took college football and I know you were doing games and man what a what a talent that burst on the scene that that backyard football let's go have fun let's extend plays and you have the big plays and then as as that team got better and they took down Saban and Bama what what a what a carpet ride that thing was in his freshman year yeah it was and everybody was watching absolutely everybody was watching and so uh, and then we all just, you know, you watch his demise as well. So it was a sad deal. Um, and like you said, I hope he's in a good spot now. And, uh, you know, he he made life uh, hard for a lot of players. But um, he was uh, – and coaches. But, you know, he also made it tough once he was in there with them too. So We'll say goodbye with this. How has the, the week of practice been? Uh, what's the word out of Boulder? Uh, you know – 
we're getting to that point in the year where I can't share all that stuff with you, Chris. I mean, <laughs> uh, they won't let me back in. So uh, <laughs> they're practicing every day, and uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you are really guarded, man. Wow. All right. If they let me into practice, I could share my notes with you, and you could share your notes with me, and nobody know, right? I think we'd both be better off not doing that. I think you're right, too. I'm I'm joking. I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> I Co- know. Coach, we'll, uh, we'll say uh, goodbye and thanks for a few minutes today. Great being with you, Chris. Coach Bardat, he'd uh, love being out here. Loves him some golf. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark at the Pinnacle Bank Championship. We're on at number 17, day one, round one. Log on, PinnacleBankChampionship.com, the club at Indian Creek. Here in Elkhorn, it is magical. So many folks here just kicking things off the right way. Food and drink behind us. The Patron Zone off uh, just a little bit over to our south. And uh, a lot of folks milling around here. You have kids. You have young families. You have grandparents. You have uh, just golf enthusiasts. And, and maybe some, some first-timers here that are experiencing just an incredible setup. We are going to be on the boat tomorrow. The... Heard at podcast that was did their show. Yeah, the boys down bad. The podcast. boys down bad. Shout out you guys. Cool work, man. Getting the uh, the pod done. And if you haven't checked the out their, their podcast before, they do a lot of uh, interviews with current Husker athletes. A lot of incoming uh, Matt Rule guys this year as well. So they've uh, did some pretty cool interviews with them. You can check them out on YouTube. Boys down bad podcast. So Moonbot's been having a problem with uh, somebody terrorizing uh, his uh, breezeway area, trying to take bikes. And one way to drive off people terrorizing, trying to, to steal. Brennan says that some 7-Eleven owner in, in uh, Rapid has played Africa by Toto 24 hours straight. In order to keep the loiterers away? To keep the loiterers away. That's uh, some sound advice. Well, the, the, the loiterers at the gas station, though, there are some fun individuals you can meet. Oh, it's, it's a party, man. You roll into a convenience <laughs> store, as long as gas isn't spilled. Uh, we'll talk about Phil Mickelson. Man, what he's lost.